Hey, this is Don from Albuquerque. Hey, uh, I was driving my 18-wheeler last night and listened to your podcast for the first time. Yeah, you made me seem like I had a lot less miles to go. Everything sounded great other than you to let Roscoe talk a little bit more. All right, keep up the good work, guys. Didn't see you there again. <laughs> you need to watch your doors, man. You're so sneaky. This is Roscoe. Roscoe's Modern Life. I didn't want to say my last name. But here's Corey. I, I can blur that out. I'll put a cuss word right Definitely. there. Over your last name. <laughs> All right, it's, it's a pleasure to be here, Roscoe. Corey and Josh. Roscoe, I appreciate you having me on. I've, I've been a fan of this podcast for a very long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. This episode, we'll talk about our... Top five favorite books or book series. So are we doing books or book series? Mm, both. So we're going to do five favorite books and five, five favorite, favorite books. And if it's in the series, you can include the series, I guess. Top literature. Top literature. Oh, Little literature. There's this pamphlet I read that was really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Lee Harvey Oswald gave it to you, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, Roscoe, you may not know this about me, but I'm an autodidact. He so. really is. Oh, you I've, are. I've known him for 30-something <laughs> years, and he's been doing it ever since. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty good. So, uh, you had some people you wanted to thank? Oh, yeah. Before you do that, I, I, uh, I'd like to redact something I said last episode. Uh, I don't remember what I said Don Cheeto's uh, nephew's name was in Mean Girls, but it was wrong. His name was Amphony. Amphony. Amphony? I know you're thinking Anthony. No, Amphony. Amphony. His sister's an idiot. Yeah. Well, okay, let's get to our thanks. So we'd like to thank... Chad Edmondson for his initial sketch of our logo. Colorizing and sharpening and adding a background for our logo. Logo. Edit that out. Taylor Lord from Everything, theoc.com. Ford Finishing Touch-Ups and Cody Lohman for our amazing theme song. Well, you, you did that way life. wrong. So, <laughs> so we want to thank Chad for the sketch. Hondo Lozloff from Fiverr for the coloration. And adding a background. And then Taylor Lord for fixing... Whatever that Japanese dude did, because he didn't know the difference between a bee and an ant and black hair and brown hair. Well, and then Cody. Cody Loman. For our song. For our amazing song. And how can people get Cody if they want a song for their podcast? Oh, you can find him at mirrorlakeband at gmail.com. There you go. And let's, let's, we did get any fan mail this week? Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's the fan mail from? We got, uh, we got a Skype voicemail from uh, Don. Don from Albuquerque. Don, from, Albuquerque. from Albuquerque. Thanks for listening, Don. You you keep up the good work too, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, who wants to start with a favorite book? Corey, why don't you start us off? Okay. So, are we doing number five? Yeah. Number five. We'll do it how we always have done it. Yeah, from the beginning, from the very beginning. So, my number five book is a two thousand four classic. Hawks Harbor by S.C. Hinton. S.C. Hinton, also known for writing Rumblefish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rumblefish, The Outsiders. Uh, that was in This Is Now. 
Do you remember The Outsiders? Mm, I remember The Outsiders and none of the other stuff. She wrote a bunch of books all about teenage boys in trouble. But Hawks Harbor's pretty cool because... Somebody a vampire. <laughs> well, that's the big twist. Oh, <laughs> it's a twist? <laughs> it is a twist. We've just been talking about it for so many years, I thought it was... The whole first part of the book is all about this treasure hunter dude who's a badass. And then he goes explores this cave and there's a vampire in it. And the second half of the book is him being a slave to the vampire. And what is it called? Hawks Harbor. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. Hawks. Stay away from it's that book. German. Right. Yeah, you're afraid of vampires, yeah, I know. Exactly, Josh. Sir? It's your turn to go. Uh, number five. Is number five. A, uh, a little book Corey might have heard of. Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. Did they make a movie about that? They did. One movie? One movie. They did horrible and they didn't want to make another one? It wasn't a very good movie. The movie... It starred a Star Wars guy, so you knew it oh, wasn't going to be that good. Steve Star Wars. The little kid? No, mm-hmm. the little kid I don't think was in anything. He was a child. Yeah, was that also awesome Butterfield? Is that a person? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> they make but that but uh, the Ender's Game is actually a mixture between Ender's Game and Ender's Shadow. Did you know that? Yeah, it's not Doesn't true. It, it is true. No. Okay, then you go and listen to the commentary of the movie as well. Okay, yeah, I can if you want, but I listened to the book about the making of the book. You're wrong. Where he wrote, Orson Scott Card wrote a 40-page story for a magazine and then he expanded into a whole book, and then Ender's Shadow was written several years later. Oh, wait. At the end of Ender, Ender's Shadow, Orson Scott Card talks about it at the end of the book. It's an interview with him. Hmm. And he talks about making the movie and how he didn't think he could make it with kids. Oh, the movie was a combination of Ender. Yes. Okay. What are and you I, talking about? The book. This You're is about idiot. books. You're an idiot. Isn't it a series? Yeah. It's a series. It's a series, though. It's the, it's called the Enderverse. Now, it's what's a meta series? What's special about Orson Scott Card? He is a Mormon. Hmm, that's good. I think he <laughs> might have showed up at my house the other day. Yeah, with a pamphlet, knocking on your door, handing out pamphlets, mm-hmm. marrying lots of ladies. That's good. Good for him. It seems horrible though, doesn't it? Being married to lots of ladies. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that sucks. All right, my number five, The Boogeyman by Stephen King. Stephen King. Stephen King. King. No, I've heard rumors he's a racist. He pretty much is a racist. I've never uh, never read that book, but I assume Randall Flagg's the bad guy. <laughs> no, but it's a lot of racial he's comments in, in that one, too, though. Is that like what, what you like about him? Yeah. Tell us what a racial comment is. Faggot. What? No. <laughs> Faggot is a racial <laughs> I actually don't believe being gay is a race nowadays. <laughs> well, what do I know? It's, a, it's a race nowadays. Okay. They have their own rights. Hey, so whenever you, you want... You don't have to. <laughs> whenever you want your, your, rights, your, your last name blurred out, I'll just take the part where you said faggot. <laughs> Sound good? Definitely do that. Okay, so do you have more to say about this book? Uh, do you want to tell us what it's about or anything? Or the we're just going to man, move? it's about a um, guy goes to talk to a doctor, or a psychologist, basically, because all of his kids are dead. His last kid just had died that year. And um, he come to find out throughout the years that the boogeyman was killing his kids, and he was telling people about I think it. I think I read that. Yeah. It, he, he's supposedly at a doctor, but he's actually, he's yeah. actually at a... A foot doctor. Oh yeah, podiatrist. He, he he asks him why he's there, and it turns out he's a moth. And he says, "Because the light was on." Yeah, yeah. Oh no. no now is this a <laughs> is this a book or a short story? It's a short is it story. a book or a joke? It's a book though. It's a nineteen seventy. It's a joke of a book. It's a yeah. book joke. Book joke. I like book jokes. Did you say the year? Nineteen seventy eight. And you were you were alive then? Mm. No, you. Weren't. I was definitely alive in nineteen seventy eight. 
You don't know anything about 1978. That's the year uh, Lincoln was assassinated, yeah. I believe. 78. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Good year. Joni Love Chachi was also on. Um, but did Chachi have a fuck about Joni? I don't know. Uh, my number four book. Is it my turn? Yeah. I'm going to go. My not. number four book is Odd Thomas. That's this it. is a book I told you. That I didn't read. But I did see the movie and the movie was awesome. The movie was He doesn't good. like the movie. The movie was okay, but. If you, it's hard to compare it to the book. Oh, you I'd, did the book first, didn't you? I'm so much more likable in the book. Yeah, <laughs> he's less that Anchan Anchan Launcher. Anchan Launcher. <laughs> I don't think that's his name. That's a tragedy. Rest in peace. Um, it's like 9/11. It's a huge tragedy. Uh, yeah, he's he's kind of a it was weird Roscoe. guy. <laughs> I liked him. I thought he was a great actor. He wasn't bad. He was in Star Trek. <laughs> no 9/11. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> But yeah, I love the book. He's uh, he can see spirits, mm-hmm. and not uh, the drinks, not the drinks. What were the spirits called in the book or in the movie? But don't matter. What were they called again? Ghosts. Oh, they were called. Uh, oh, the other things. What were they? Oh, the oh, the little British girl told him mm-hmm. what they were. I don't remember. Weird words. Weird words. Weird words. I mean, it's only my number four favorite book. I can't be expected no to know what they're called. They they pretty much stopped talking about him once he went to that that monastery in book two, three. Yeah, they're not in Odd Apocalypse. They're yeah, not they in. Odd, he doesn't no, talk about him. He spends all of Odd Apocalypse looking for him. They're not there. That's how he finds out what's going on. Yeah, but like, and then the one with the mansion. Stuff like that. A lot of the middle stuff gets a the middle, middle stuff, stuffy. They don't talk about it much. It's like Fast and Furious it, four oh. through eight. It's all middle <laughs> stuff. It doesn't matter. It's kind of implied that they're there, but he doesn't bring them up. I want to call them Langoliers, but that's not right. <laughs> we'll call them Langoliers. He sees Langoliers. He sees Langoliers. Okay, go ahead, Josh. Number four. Uh, it's going to be the first series on our list, and I'm adding a little international flair. I know this probably isn't the time. With all the Russian stuff going on, but it's a Russian series. Mm. Uh, it's a Mirror World by Alexei Odinchuk. Odinchuk? Odinchuk. I That's probably not right. So, uh, this guy needs money because his daughter's heart don't work, right? So he's going to get the Japanese to grow her a new one. New heart. New heart. But... He doesn't have any money, but his brother's rich. So he asks his brother for a loan, but his brother says, no way. But I'll give you a subscription to a video game where you can make money in the game. So, so what does he do? He turns game. it down? So it's an immersive game where it's like he's actually living it. So he goes into the game, and then he gets into all these adventures trying to make money to save his daughter. That sounds pretty weird. The only thing I got from that was the guy was like, hey, fuck my niece. I'm not going to give you no money to save her. You can't just give everybody money, Ross. Uh, not for your niece. You're right. Well, it was $400,000. He didn't have it. Uh, he so also that, that played a lot into it. never met his niece sense. before that. And he never met his niece. Oh, okay. It so. was his half-brother. Uh, they had the same father. I know you don't know what that's like because your parents have always been together. You've never <laughs> met anybody else. But uh, it's a, a grand book series. I suggest you check it out. Roscoe. What is it called again? Mirror World. Mirror World. Mirror World. Uh, list. Odd Thomas was by Dean Koontz, by the way. It was by Dean Koontz. My number four. Man, I hate that I have to use Stephen King again. <laughs> we do too, Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've listened to several Stephen King books and I haven't really enjoyed them. You know why? It's been a chore to get through them. You know them. why you haven't read or listened to... Uh, Pet Cemetery. Yes, oh. I have. It was a chore to get yeah. through. 
You didn't like Pet Cemetery? It was all right. It was okay. I didn't think it was super special. I, like Pet I thought. The best one I thought. Okay, he brought the cat back. He saw how horrible and oily and gross, and he didn't want to touch the cat. So why is his instinct to bring the sun back? You're super shit at reading books if you don't understand why his <laughs> instinct you. was to bring the sun back. Because he had a pole. But why bring his wife back? He already brought one person back. And had to kill him. I, yeah, I agree yeah. with you on that. With the wife, but not the son. I understand why he brought his son back. You took a you took a book that was so full of meaning and you chopped the meaning <laughs> yeah. off. There's no meaning. The top layer of it. <laughs> no. That's all you did. That book scared the shit out Man. of me. Man. Oh. It fucked with me for weeks. It was meaningless. I had nightmares about that book. And I only have nightmares when I'm sick. Why? You don't even live near a highway. It's a rud. <laughs> I was near so many ruds. Oh man, that was that was a gross book. Did you not just when he was talking about his son in his little suit killing the neighbor, not just think of like Night of the Living Dummy and how like a little, a little slappy running around? No, that's what I thought. I thought of his little son killing people. I thought I can't wait to be done with this, and then I don't have to listen to it anymore. I was listening to it the whole time. I'm like, I wonder what part Josh thought was scary. I just like how it sounds. This boring part or the other boring part. None of this stuff where people are getting killed, just the shit of him thinking he's going crazy through the whole thing. The guy day. coming back to talk to him. What was his name? Odenkirk. And I read the book. His name wasn't Odenkirk. I forget his name. What guy coming back to talk to Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. guy yeah. with half of his head missing. Yeah, yeah. Track. He was a real jerk. I thought Pet Cemetery 2 was... <laughs> they didn't have a Pet Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> they had a movie and Stephen King made him take his name off of it. I don't blame him. Yeah, me either. Had yeah, that stupid Terminator kid, maybe. Uh, Edward Furlong? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. You done with that? Oh, yeah, I'm done with it. So, Stephen King, uh, Pet Cemetery was your Pet book? Pet Cemetery. Stephen King's sweeping over there. Man. Yeah. Okay, so my third book is uh, a series of books called Superpowers <laughs> by Drew Hayes. Do you remember that? Drew Hayes. He's uh, a writer of books. Yeah, he writes many books. What I think is cool is uh, it's, it's a book about these kids in this world there's people with powers, and there's people with powers who can't control them, and they're called powered. And this is the first group of kids that they they experimented on to give them control of their powers, and they're going through a school to try to be heroes. But no one knows they've been experimented on because, like, the powered people are all looked down on. They're, like, the shitty people. You know, they're the poor people in the your world. poor people. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but there's uh, three audio books that I've listened to and then there's a written book that I, I can't bring myself to read real words So, but it's good and then there's a spin off about one of the dudes gay dad <laughs> pretty good it's called Corpies yeah and that's a race yeah gay's a race gay's a race I he's, gay was he's a race. probably like the rights. number one of all gay races <laughs> the end <laughs> oh that's me now alright uh, I know this isn't going to be the last time we bring up Neil Gaiman on this list. Stephen King. I can tell you. <laughs> Why? Because you looked at mine? Because I know yours. Oh, yeah. I knew yours already when you sent it to me weeks ago. Neil Gaiman wrote Neverwhere. That was, for a long time, my favorite book. Kids book. Kids book. It was for children. Obviously. Yeah. Neverwhere was a book for adults. Did he make um, the comic first? He didn't make the comic. Someone else did. Who? Some jackass. <laughs> Probably Roscoe. Probably. Neverwhere. So Neverwhere is a it's a book about a guy named Richard, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day he's in London and he sees a hurt girl. 
So he decides to take her back to his place. Right? Like anybody would. And, and clean her up. Yeah. Right? Because she doesn't want to go to the hospital. Which takes him out of the real world and puts him in the London underground world. London Below. London Below. Was she a vampire? No. <laughs> Very close. Yeah. Okay. Uh, She's... Her name is Key. Door. Her name was Door? Door. Her name's not Door, is it? Yeah. Her name is Door. <laughs> she can open doors. She can open doors. That's why I thought her name was Key. That would make more sense. Her whole family's thing is nothing is locked to them. Anything they touch will open. And there's a whole different London where everything's weird and rats talk and... There's a behemoth. Who's underground who, London? Now. Who yeah. was the dude they hired to like escort him everywhere? The Marquis. Yeah, the Marquis. Did he you was know, pretty cool. Did you know he has an older brother? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. The Mark Door. No, I don't remember. His name. <laughs> uh, he has an older brother. I thought it was cool. He could take like his soul out of his body, so when he gets killed, it doesn't kill him. Yeah, that's you want to a different body. No, no that whoever the has the soul has to bring it back to him. Uh-huh. But it's pretty great. He has rats do it. Yeah, it's a smart move. It's awesome. Yep. Put him to work. And there's a bridge where people disappear. And a bird man. And a bird man. And that sums up the whole book. Roscoe? Number three. I bet this is something to do with Stephen King. King. Uh, have you ever seen Pet Cemetery 2? Oh, the little old lady. Who lives in a shoe? Who is that not the afraid of anything. Swallowed a bee? Or not afraid of the dark. <laughs> Or it, not afraid. Are you thinking of the book where the kid is in his room and a ghost comes through his closet and the ghost is actually his uncle who died in the past and they look alike so they switch places so the uncle could get his tuberculosis treatments in present day <laughs> and then they switch back and then at the end the uncle shows up and remembers it? No, as soon as you say a little kid, that I sounds said, like Jumanji. <laughs> I said no, but you kept going. It's uh, so it's an old lady, and she's walking. So in the dark, the movie Ladybugs. Would you assume <laughs> that's a movie you could watch with your children? Yes, you're wrong. There is so many times that is implied that he's raping that kid or he's a pedophile. Yeah, but That's the big joke of the movie. But it was PG. Everybody thinks he's a pedophile <laughs> and they cuss so much. It was crazy. He's a so is that what your book is? <laughs> no. Pedophony. Yeah. Is it? The little old he lady. doesn't get any respect. Did you know that? He does. When what you are you go, looking when, for? When you go in there ask Erica what that book is called. She doesn't know anything She does know. Book. She said it last time. Little lady... Little old lady that's not afraid of anything. Little old lady that's not afraid of anything. What do you remember about this book? Little white lady walking in the dark. Like, walking through the woods. I don't even know where she's coming from that light. And it's like pieces of a scarecrow following her, trying to scare her. But she just snatches every piece up and takes it home with her. Yes, and by the end of the book, she has all the pieces to make a scarecrow. The little, little old lady who is not afraid of anything. You sure it was a white lady? I'm pretty sure she was white. You could watch it on YouTube if you would like. Oh, it's a movie? No. People read books on YouTube. It's it's a book. It's pretty Don't good. Worry. You should probably read it. It's a it's a children's book, Roscoe. What does good, Josh need to read? It's still a good read. It? And if you're really interested in it, you go buy it for $2.99. Oh, it's the best two ninety nine ever spent. It's by Linda Williams, if you wanted to know. I knew that. I was just waiting for you to say She's also, uh, Linda Williams is best known for, uh, she's that convicted pedophile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she slept, she was a teacher, and her student got her pregnant. Yep. Oh. Yeah. That's, with his dong. Yeah. That's probably her. Right? Okay. So, my number two book, 
You ready for this, Josh Hatfield? You've seen it. It's a uh, Anazi Boys. By whom? By Neil Gaiman. Uh, one of my favorite parts of Anazi Boys is they uh, the main character Fat Charlie. Uh, they tell you over and over again that he's black, but you listening to the audiobook kept thinking he was Andy Richter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just couldn't comprehend. So he, also, he wasn't fat, so I just picked Yeah, Andy he wasn't Richter. fat either. And it his brother, who's supposed spider. to be, looks just like him. I pictured Barbados Slim yeah. from Futurama. <laughs> it was weird. So this book is uh, this dude's dad, Anazi, dies, so he goes back for the funeral. And when he gets there, I'm not I'm not telling all the big secrets, Josh. I know you're going to try to ruin it. But when he gets back after the funeral, he finds out he had a brother, a twin brother named Spider, that he couldn't remember. So Spider kind of shows up in his life, and they're doing things that kind of, uh, Spider's in trouble, so he's trying to help him out. Spider eventually sleeps with his girlfriend, and they're trying yeah, to sad. do something to honor his dad at some point. And there's, there's a tiger. They find out at one point his, his oh. dad stole the tiger's balls. <laughs> well, his dad is also the spider god. Of yeah, Nazi. he's also a that's god. Pretty important. He's a god. <laughs> that's that's what a is big it called? Thing. It's called a Nazi voice. But ah, eh, fuck it. He's he's not really his brother. He's like half his soul. He was like a bad kid, so they split him in half and put all the bad in one place and like the good in one place. But the bad just kind of gets tainted by the light. It always does. Yeah. It comes out. That's why Magneto's an X Men now. Yeah. All right, go ahead. I'm. I, see, I thought we were going to have the same number two. Well, I told you beforehand, so we wouldn't. Well, okay. Then what's mine? Your number two? Yeah. Uh, oh, I want to say Ready Player One, but I'm guessing that's your number one. No, more international oh, player. Oh, 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 uh, uh, Shaman, uh, Way of the Shaman. The Way of the Shaman series. Yeah. By Vasily Mahanyanko. Mahanyanko. <laughs> Do you have anything more to say about <laughs> it? The <laughs> end. <laughs> it's so it's in similar vein to Mirror World, but it's way better. Listen up, Roscoe. You've never oh, heard anything like this before. It takes place in the future, and there's this big game called future. Barleyona. Barleyona, and it's an online game, and pretty much everyone plays it. And it's actually a huge part of the economy. And a guy ends up going to jail, Mayan, because of something he did. His name Daniel Mayan, and as opposed to going to real jail, they put him in a capsule in the game, and he has to mine, right? In a mine. And he, like Minecraft. I figured that part. He has these adventures in the mine, and it, his stats go up, and you think it'd be really annoying when they're like, HP plus five. Yeah, And yeah. this, that, and the other. But you feel like your HP's going up. <laughs> you feel like you've accomplished something. When Apparently, you... he was the first one in the mine to decide to hunt rats instead of mine. Mm-hmm. So he, if you get enough money, you could buy yourself out of the mine. And if you get more money, you could buy... Uh, all the prisoners have headbands, so everybody knows who the prisoners are, and they can... People can kill you without any penalty, but if you get enough money, you could buy your headband off. Oh, so that's his that's his goal in the first book. Get enough. This money. is a series, right? Yeah. This is a series. What is just it? released book, book seven. seven. Yeah. Are you still in prison? No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> he gets out of prison in the first book, and Anastar is a bitch. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> now, book seven, he owns his own clan, and he has a cast. Uh, they're they're a great series. Ten hours to go. I'd suggest you check them out on Audible because there's uh, the 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 reader, his name's Jonathan Yen, he really made the book for me. Mm-hmm. The reason I found that first book was just because I had an Audible credit that I didn't realize I had. So I had to spend it on something. And they suggested that. And I said, I'll give it a try, Audible. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, we've been, we've all been enthralled ever since. Yeah. Enthralled. 
All right, my number two. Let me think about it. Oh, Green Mile. No again. <laughs> no need to think that's about it. That's going to be it. number one. But, the, uh, the stand. That's going to be number two. The novelization of Problem Child 2. No. You remember that book about the bears? Yeah, they all had bears. to. No, they all had to. They, Are you talking about the bear stained bears? They yeah, went on a trip, right? And there were six bears and they kept counting. Country but they bears. thought they lost one because it turned out the guy counting wasn't counting himself. No, no, I didn't. I remember that. It might have been ducks. That was when I was little and I kept what getting is- in trouble. And I had to read a book in front of my dad and then he had to sign his name. But I quickly found out Josh could sign my dad's name. <laughs> so he just did it for me. I did. I made him read the book and then I'd sign my dad's name. <laughs> <laughs> I was a great I was a great role model. Yeah. Great teacher. He also told me how to taught me how to shoplift. He did? <laughs> yeah. We'll love to hear that story here in a minute. Uh my number two book. Beethoven's fifth. He showed me how to put a PlayStation memory card in my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had questions for us, Rob. I do. I'm going to ask those after, though. Where are they? In your head? My book right now. You just told me your book. It was that. No, no, you told me at work. That Bearstein Bear book about the retarded cousin. He's just a little slower than everybody. He's just slower than everybody. Still a good book, though. Oh, The Very Bad Bunny. Slumpy Bear. The Very Bad Bunny. Very Bad Bunny. Is this another children's book? Yeah. His bunny is bad. He's like an asshole. His family treats him like shit. Then his little cousin comes to visit, and he's even worse. Oh, I thought you were showing me your list because you had the very bad bunny on it. Yeah, I did. Number one. Number one. It's going to be awkward. Oh, that's it for me, though. Why do you love children's books so much? How did he teach you how to shoplift? Why don't we come back to that? We'll get back to that. He didn't really. No, but he really did. He didn't really. It's a touchy subject. You guys don't want to touch on it. He just, we would go to Kmart. Kmart because it, big K it was it was a big K uh, whenever we would be up in Chicago visiting our mom and we had a GameCube but we didn't have enough memory so Josh was like I bet we could take one and they took one mm-hmm. and then the next day we went up there and I took a PlayStation memory card that was way cheaper and it was like three ninety nine and I get caught. <laughs> It was horrible. I got caught selling some fruit scrape gum one time. What happened? They put you in jail? No. <laughs> you had they, to work it off. My uncle made us walk it back in the store and give it to him. Oh, your uncle caught you. Yeah. yeah he caught us. Kmart caught me. Oh, Kmart. okay. And I, thinking back, when that guy met us outside, you know what we should have done? Just walked away. Just walked away or ran. Like, he couldn't stop us. He couldn't touch us. Yeah. Yeah. The things you don't know when you're kids. Oh. Hey, kids, if you if you shoplift <laughs> and you make it completely out of the store, don't go back in with don't the guy. Don't. And here's what I'll tell you. He ain't going to call the cops for five ninety nine. <laughs> He's just not going to do it. Yeah. And he ain't going to chase you because he knows better. And it, it, running is tiring when yeah. you're older. Yeah. So whose book is it? Yours. Oh, my book? Is this number one? Number one. Number one. Number one. What did I put? Oh, my number one book. American, American Gods, Gods by Neil, Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. So, American Gods. Did they just create a show for that? They did create a show. I, I just watched that. I haven't watched it all yet. But uh, this dude Shadow's in jail. <sighs> and uh, he he's about to get out. And it's like two days before he gets out. And the, the warden calls him in and tells him he's getting out early because his wife is dead. And uh, so he gets out and starts heading home and finds out... His best friend is also dead. They died together in a car wreck. And his Weird. wife's uh, had his best friend's wing-wang in her mouth. Wing in her mouth. 
Whoa, so they assumed they were cheating with each other. Yeah, might have been a medical. Might have been. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a crazy coincidence. Until she comes back and says that they were cheating. So uh, on his way home, he runs into this dude Wednesday, who Mister Wednesday, Mr. who Wednesday. offers him a job, and uh, is played in the in the TV series is played by Mario. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Who do you think Mario is? Oh, no, no. The, the person I thought should have played Mr. Wednesday. No, that's who I thought should have played Mr. Wednesday. Bob Hopkins. Yeah, that's what I said. The dude from Unleashed. Yeah. Who Jet Li. Mario. Oh. Mario, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. But Ian uh, McShane is good. I like Ian. Yeah, he's... The dude from Kings. Kings, yeah, yeah. yeah. Deadwood. Deadwood, yeah. So anyway. That episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> so he runs into to Mr. Wednesday and he starts working for him. And over the course of the book he finds no, out... No, 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 no stuff and uh and it's all about like gods of america and they're being like pushed out by new gods of like technology well not necessarily the gods of america like the the technology is basically the new gods yeah yeah. like the rail the railroads of god and all this other stuff and they're trying to push out odin and zeus and they already pushed easter out didn't they yeah yeah. uh, easter's pretty mexican jesus yeah jose (laughs) so uh in this show, he meets all the Jesuses. There's like a Jesus for every race. Yeah. So what's cool about the Except book... Except the gays. The gays don't have their own Jesus yet. Not yet, but... They are a race. You can imagine... Race, you can imagine there are, because have you seen those pictures of Jesus up on the cross? He's ripped. And he's not wearing very much, so... His skin's ripped. Gay Jesus is coming. But anyway, <laughs> uh, he he carpools he with a bunch of gods, and one of them is uh, a Nazi from, from uh, Nazi Boys. So... So it's like an Nazi voice is like a spin-off. You saw him in the show. He's, uh, what's his name? Orlando. In my mind, he's Danny Glover. <laughs> he's the guy who told the slaves to burn the Turned ship down. Yeah, to do the Orlando Bloom. It's not, no, Orlando, not Orlando Bloom. It's, it's Orlando, a white guy. Orlando right? Bloom is not as, white guy. as dark Orlando, as he should be. I know you're talking about Calrissian. It's Orlando something who Had used, the suit on. He was the spider at first. Anyway. He used to he's be real spider famous. God, yeah. Now he's not famous anymore. <laughs> Omar Epps. It's not Omar, Omar Goody. It's Omar Goody. <laughs> Good, Orlando yeah. Omar Goody. <laughs> that's him. That's him. That's the guy. Anyway, it's an excellent book. It's been my favorite book for a long time. I actually read it with pages and shit. Oh, no, I don't do that. That's how long it's been. Cat it's good. Was the last one. I, I was tempted to put something like Looking for Alaska, but I, I know how you hate John Green for no, no apparent reason. I don't. There's not no apparent reason. It's the fact that he keeps selling you the same book and you just keep buying They're it. They're different. They're different variations. Right. He changes the from characters' the, names. From the person who loves the Ender Game series. Ender's game. It's the same series. They're all together. This is in the same world. They're all together. Mm. If you watch the movies, the characters blend. Mm. Oh, by the way, S.E. Hinton was the first... Uh, author i've seen that puts characters from one book in the other book because there was a book called uh uh that was in this is now and it has pony boy it has in pony it. boy from the outsiders he yeah the main character talks to pony boy but they're not friends they're not friends he knows of them but he doesn't know them okay who's next you he says he knows of that scrape he got what, into what's your social. favorite movie then stupid cut face <laughs> my favorite movie book <laughs> Let's talk about books. Let's talk about books. My favorite book (laughs) is Ready Player One by uh, Scott Klein. Not Scott Klein. Ernest Klein, I apologize. Ernest Scott Klein. Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. That's a good book. I enjoy that book. Hang on, let me go back. My favorite book 
It was Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. Let me go back. My favorite book is <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid by Scott Ernest. My favorite book <laughs> <laughs> is Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. Oh, that's a good book. I really enjoy that book. Yeah, Roscoe? It's a good book. Did you like the movie? No. Did you read the book? I did like the movie. I'm not going to lie to you. We all like the movie. I like the book. You listen to the book? Yeah. All Stop. of the book? Not all of it. You oh, knew that, though. Shit. Right. <laughs> well, this was a 15 minute. And then I don't he, finish book. He also didn't finish the movie. He got up and left. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the last. I already knew it was coming, though. I didn't know anything. I had to I tell had him to, all that. I had to skip through that, though, on the book, because I knew uh, the movie was coming out. So you don't know anything. Through. That that was a good night for Roscoe. He locked his keys in his car. I got through you through my window. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that night after the movie, uh, Roscoe was there and his keys were locked in his car. So I took him back to his house to get his keys. Uh, his keys were in his house and his doors were locked. So he had to lift me up and throw me in his bedroom window. And I thought I'd just roll with it, not knowing that his bedroom window like is like five foot, <laughs> five foot up. <laughs> most windows are two at the most, right? Five is pretty high. Yeah. I broke everything. Right. I broke my back. I kicked a hole in his Four wall. Four foot high. I don't know. I forgot it was that big of a drop. So Ready Player One is set in the future. Yeah. And everyone basically just stays at home and they live their life in this virtual the game. The way it should be. Called the Oasis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the big draw of the Oasis is it only costs a Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. So any hoozle. Uh, it follows the story of the main character. Orson Scott Card. Orson Scott Card. He, he he's a he's a fan. So anyway, this uh, main character he plays the Oasis, and he's what's called a Gunther. Who they're all hunting for this Easter egg set in by the game's developer, Holiday James Holiday. It's Holiday. How, oh, because you have the Holiday sauce. On Holiday eggs. sauce. I get it now. That's where it came from. Did you get that whole uh, Kim Possible <laughs> unstoppable? Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> Corey just found out that Ron Stoppable from Kim Possible sounds like Unstoppable. I didn't get it. I just found last week someone said it out loud and I'm like, wait a minute. So any hoozle. Ron Stoppable. I just this, thought it out too. I, just, I, I, never, I never knew that. Did you know you can't run a microwave without anything in it? I know. It breaks the microwave. So anyway, follows his adventures to become the first one to get the egg and win the game and along the way he... He falls in love. He makes a new friend. He meets a Japanese person. He finds out he knows a black person. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, I in the movie it was really good. It was just like a different take. Mm-hmm. They left out like you know a few things that would have been better, but they didn't leave anything out. It's just different. Well, it can't all be the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ernest Klein wrote them both. My biggest. Uh, my biggest. Complaint jowls, about so the movie is uh, what Jowls? Then they where they won the first Easter egg. I bought a Jowl shirt just to wear to that movie, and they didn't even. My movie came out months. Ago. My biggest, my biggest complaint about the movie is just that they made him and the girl fall in love so fast when they like. It's like one time they meet, the next time they're like in love. Right, where in the book he chased her. For six months, chased her with a knife, and she couldn't get away because he's well. She could get away; she's one step ahead because her speed was up one. Yeah, but but towards the middle of the book, he increased the speed and he finally stabbed he got her. her. Mm-hmm. It was love, and then they added that that whole uh, um, 
Revolution? No. What is it? Red Room. The the thing. The horror house. Oh, The Shining? Shining. They yeah, added they changed that whole it. Shining it was thing. different. It was good. It was good. I don't have any They're complaints both good. about the movie versus the book. They're both good. I, like I think the part, book, though. I think the book was better. It just delved deeper. You had more time. Yeah, I yeah. think it would make a really good show. I want to say this, though. Okay. Like, when people say things to me like, that's not a very good book. I can't argue. It's not. Ernest Klein's a shitty writer. It just, it, <laughs> I think what it does is it lets you, your imagination That's really, what I was really like, yeah. go through it. It, it. That book went so fast for me. Like, I started it one night, and then, like, two days later it was over. You were listening you know? to the audiobook at three times speed? No, I was listening, that was back when I listened to books at normal speed. That's weird. <laughs> I, like, that's so weird to me. It's crazy. Ready Player One, Ernest It Klein. It made me start listening to books at more speed because I just wanted it to be over. I was like, this is 50 hours long. Did you finish The Stand? 46. Yeah. Roscoe? <sighs> I didn't finish Real The Stand. Real turd. Roscoe, it's your turn. I didn't finish The Stand. Real turd. Do you want to talk about your favorite book, though? No, I'll this, talk about my number one book, though. This, the Stand was a real steaming pile of poop towards the end. And it was just like, I know this was like a, the show, an bro. uncut version, like the added stuff back in, but why did he even begin to write the, the 20 minutes of people... Uh, being introduced and then dying a second later. We didn't need to know all these people who's died. Name. I didn't read it. Never forget. My number one. All right, was a tragedy. Number one. We're gonna go back to. Stephen Let me tell King. you a little something about nine eleven, Roscoe. <laughs> Do you know uh, Steve Buscemi was used to be a firefighter? When nine eleven happened, he suited back up and went back and saved people. No, I did not know that. Of course you didn't, because you don't read kids' spot. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> What is he? What is Teens he, Magazine. Who is, is he again? He's the heartthrob. He's the heartthrob. He's on the cover of Thirteen Magazine as like as sexiest man of the, the year. I don't know who this is. What did he? Play? I think it was like he, I think he has a running from like two thousand one to present. As All you have to do is tell me who he is. Sexiest man of the okay, year. Okay, imagine imagine that really weird looking guy from all the Adam Sandler movies. Crazy eyes. He <laughs> likes to wear him on his pizza. The, the lipstick. Yeah. Okay, yeah, definitely got your chance. Handsome, right? He's Number back. one movie. Book. 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 Stephen King. I like it's not, the it's not called the Silver Bullet, but it's called uh, I like the Stephen King oh. book where Randall flags the bad guy <laughs> Stephen King's racist. <laughs> that is a good one though. That's every book though. <laughs> okay, Silver Bullet, that's the werewolf it's not one. Not Silver right? Bullet. It is the werewolf one though. The movie is called The Silver Bullet, but the book is Starring called... Starring Jack Nicholson. And there's a kid in a, a wheelchair, right? Uh, yep. Marty. And Marty the mummy, Mc... And the mummy comes. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? <laughs> are you thinking of Monster Hunter? <laughs> Monster Hunters. That was a good movie, man. You remember when the mummy came? Yeah. And they, like, impaled Dracula on the fence, but he was like, oh, oh my bad. Because, <laughs> it, like, it didn't kill him, but it's still, they stabbed him through the heart, so it hurt his back. Monster bad. Hunter? They fight the Dracula, the Mummy, the Monster Squad, Monster Squad, yeah, yeah, the little no, kids. the video game, the Monster th- Hunter Worldwide. Oh no, <laughs> Ink, that Ink, X Y Z. Did I name my number one movie? Yeah, yeah, you said uh, Beach Base from Beyond. Yeah. But we're talking movie. about yeah. books now. No movie, <laughs> book, book. Did they make Puppet Master into a book? <laughs> uh, number said? one book. Go on. I'm not gonna say it. Am I gonna say it? No, I'm not. Why do you not know what your book? We had literally six months to come up with it. Yeah, I know, but I got a, I got a whole like everything I listen to this new is my favorite. Uh, book. My favorite book. This is me, Roscoe. My favorite book is uh, "Don't Let the Pigeon Ride the Bus" 
the Mowill. No, this is this is Roscoe. As My well. favorite book is Anything by Stephen King. <laughs> Come on, that's what he's going for. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pick something else besides Stephen. No, King. no, you were. How do you no, know what I'm your not. favorite book is? You want me to figure this out for you? Yes, I don't want to be judged for my favorite book. This is the second week in a row where you don't know what your favorite things I are. I do not do me. homework. What? Cycle of the Werewolf. Cycle of the Werewolf. That's what the it's called. The one where the werewolf has her period. Yes. Yes. Every yes. month. And Felicia Day plays the werewolf, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's weird. In a she's book? Because she's weird. She, she is weird. She smells funny. And she has panic attacks. Her, right? Wait, we're talking about a book. Books. How they make her... <laughs> they, they said... The uh, foreword of the book is Felicia Day. Just imagine Felicia Day. They should do that. Mm-hmm. That'd be helpful. Then you wouldn't get Fat Charlie confused. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, uh, when you see Wednesday, picture Bob Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. And then when the the TV show comes out, you'll be disappointed. Yeah, you're like, come on, man. That's it for my book. And it's the... That's the that's a short story too. It's a though, short right? story. It's about an hour. So that proves to me that Roscoe can't read a whole book. Not at all. But uh, well, that's the one Silver Bullet's based off of. Yep. Is it pretty true to the book? It's a little slightly different in the book. The parents don't go out of town at the end and just leave them with the uncle. The uncle comes, and they have two guns instead of one gun, and and they, they melt, still melt bullet. down the necklace. Uh, no, they. The, no, I think they. Um, his son has this little figurine, and he melts it down and puts it in his musket. Oh, that's cool. Do you know? <laughs> do you know why werewolves are allergic to silver? Uh, they're tacky, and they only wear fake gold, gold-plated things. Silver is antibacterial. Antimicrobial. <laughs> antibacterial. Microbial. And being a werewolf is a disease. Yes. Oh man! So penicillin would probably work the same way. Well, it would probably work a lot faster. That's why werewolves you should dip all your bullets in penicillin. <laughs> I just throw penicillin on them. That's why werewolves don't take uh, antibacterial. That's not what I'm trying to say. I don't know what you're trying to say ever, <laughs> man. Werewolves don't take antibacterial. Werewolves don't take antibiotics. It's a fact. It is. A Have fact. you ever seen a werewolf take antibiotics? No. Nope. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody just purely paused right there. Okay, so so how do we end this, Roscoe? Hey, didn't see you there, but <laughs> look like we're done now. I don't think we're ending right now. <laughs> we all die in the end. <laughs>